Sherlock. I'm coming to get you. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? I lied. I am the Lord! Get off my plane. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. John, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. I'm gonna shoot you between the balls. The disease. And I'm the cure. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. There can be only one. Better alive, you are coming with me. I'm going to kill them all, sir. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to Give Me Back My Action Movies, the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Charlie. With me, as always, is Nate. Say hello to the people, Nate. And you know what next to Nate is uh, Pete. What's what you know, Pete? Oh, you know, I can't do it. No, I still can't do it. No, 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 no more. It's right. No more interviews. Gentlemen. So how many, how many Stallones were in our opener? I, there are three. Did I catch three or were there? Uh, let's see. There's Rambo. Yeah. There's Judge Dredd. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the only because I don't think I put a oh, demolition a... man in it. Okay. No, anyway, I'm, I thought that was fun. We we've we've we're well known to say that I think Stallone's probably our favorite action hero. You know, as far as catalog and stuff like yeah, that. Say, as far as catalog, I feel like it's. Yeah, I'd say he's. Up, I'd say he's up there for sure. He's. Yeah, yeah. I mean. There, I mean, everybody knows, like, during the 80s and 90s, it was, you know, Schwarzenegger, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Stallone. But uh, I think there's more movies I, I love from Stallone. I also that's, find him a lot more charming thing. than a lot of the other guys. He and Arnold really are the, the top tier. Oh, as yeah. Far as they're, without a doubt. They're, they're charming, uh, although Arnold could deliver a joke pretty well. I say, Arnold's funny as shit. That's, that's the, yeah. that's that's the, the thing. Opposite. <laughs> I don't think Stallone's very funny. I hear no. in person. He's a joy to be around. Yeah, but he just yeah. Did you he doesn't that have that comedic movie? timing. Show that show mom. Oh, throw mama from the train or something. Like no, that. it's oh. stop her. My mom will shoot. Oh, that's that, that's what it is. <laughs> and then there's also Oscar, which I liked. Oscar. Oscar. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen Oscar. Any, anyway, although I thought he was, I thought he was quite funny as King Shark in the last uh, Suicide Squad oh, movie. Fantastic. He was, he was very very funny. <laughs> Friend. Bard. <laughs> It helps when you have really good dialogue written for you. Exactly. Good writers <laughs> yeah. for King Shark. Absolutely. <laughs> well, another one of my favorites that we are covering tonight from Stallone is 1993's Cliffhanger. And something special about this particular movie tonight oh. is this is a first watch for Nate and Pete. Yep. Yep. Neither of these yahoos i'll say yahoos for now knuckleheads Mm -hmm. have ever watched cliffhanger and it just kind of blows my mind man don't know what happened i mean i watched (laughs) the first like maybe eight minutes as a kid watched the girl fall and i went i'm gonna go outside and i never (laughs) watched it again i like never i mean i was 93 i was five when this came out and like i remember we rented it the girl fell 
And then I remember Ace Ventura did it. And I was like, no, not the raccoon. Ten times more sadder than the girl. So <laughs> uh, I still hate that they parodied that. I was like, damn it. Come on. <laughs> Don't do that. But, hey, yeah. when nature's cause a perfect sequel. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it is a good sequel. I do like when nature calls. I was in a uh, sophomore in college. Yeah. So we already know the story here. Yeah. Classic yeah. Yeah. college. <laughs> in college. Fishing. Like, no, frankly, this movie just always looked really dumb to me. I I looked at it and went, oh, really? Is, yeah, it, it did, held no appeal to me at all whatsoever. I'm like, well, how are you going to make an action movie out of clip? I think I was kind of the same way, honestly. We're like, That's why I've always kind of like just, oh, yeah, I haven't seen that. And uh, then there, there's another dumb action movie and it, it, it it just looked just dumb. I wasn't interested. And I'll tell you what, three in a row, didn't hate it. Just, <laughs> three yeah. three movies in a row. I, I, yeah. I, I kind of enjoyed this. It was. He uh, says three nope. in a row, but technically we've recorded a couple ahead of time. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> is, no, it's fine. That no, no, it's cool. Keep, it's whatever. Keep it in there. My, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> my official, I believe what I said after it was over, I went. Ah, Cliffhanger is pretty fucking cool. And then I instantly took a two hour nap. <laughs> fair, fair. No. Well, before we get into my history with it here, um, I've had, I had some issue with the trailers again, guys. Oh, Jesus no. Christ. Now look, this is an English movie. You should be able to find a trailer. Yeah. Or, or is this like a super long? Uh, it's it's or, both. Is there no dialogue in it? There's no ah, that's it. effing dialogue. Of, of course. Why would there be? <laughs> it they play like da 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 That's one of the trailers. Oh <laughs> um, <Hell> yeah. <laughs> then it's literally just words on. flying across the screen going, Hold on to your pants. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was watching these things going, oh, they look cool, but damn it, I'm getting mad. So then I reverted to TV spots. Yeah. Five TV spots are all just cut up sections of the trailer no with way. no dialogue. Yeah, it makes I, sense. <laughs> I found one. One 30-second spot. This is our trailer, damn it. That's what we get. Be happy with it. So here we go. Cliffhanger trailer spot. They stole $100 million in midair and lost it. Now, to get it back. Recognize these locations? They'll make one man a hostage. You're not going after him. The truth have I got. And the other a moving target. <laughs> Cliffhanger, rated R. Starts Friday, May 28th at a theater near you. Can I say, I know this movie starts May 28th. I, I, that's all I heard in every commercial. <laughs> that's the only dialogue in every TV spot, May 28th, cliffhanger. Um, and that's not even a great TV spot. Like that, I can understand why you guys weren't sold on this movie with the marketing. It's like, it doesn't tell you anything. <laughs> and one TV spot is literally them running across the, the rope bridge <laughs> as it explodes. They just play that clip. Over and over Nothing again. else. It's just the TV commercial of them running across the bridge, and it blows up. Um, Famously busted by MythBusters, by the way. That uh, yeah, that's not how gravity works, guys. That that was that was Looney Tunes gravity. Rules, Wait, I what? 
You would think after, you know, we saw it really work in Indiana Jones, oh, you sure, know, yeah. that's how that really works, but not Cliffhanger. You're telling me that Cliffhanger lied? It did, Cliffhanger. Yes. Oh, what? hilariously no. lied. There's, there wasn't anybody I thought that was real. <laughs> there's there's, there's yeah, still a few inaccuracies there was in this nobody. movie. For sure, <laughs> I I was happy to ignore it. I just I I just when when he did that, I remembered that episode of MythBusters. I went, oh yeah, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> That's bullshit. You can't, <laughs> you can't run across it, you know. It's not like uh, the Phantom when the the vines wrap around the truck ah, and the rope right. bitch flips over and it just hangs there. Yeah, like there were no vines a second ago. How did it get tangled? But More that's the Phantom. Day. You know, no Nate, Billy Zane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 don't. Nope. Set. Settle Zane, down, settle Zane, down. Zane, Billy Zane, Zane, uh, Zane, 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 So Zane. I have a little bit of history with this as this was almost unobtainium for me as a kid. Oh. Uh, when this movie came out, dad wanted to see it. Like sure, sure. second it, it was a new release. And at the time I was playing basketball. So I had practice and mom would come pick me up from practice, drove right past the local video store. So stop in, see if they had cliffhanger two weeks of stopping in <laughs> to see if they had cliffhanger the new release constantly wasn't... new release it was that was new that release was a real thing in the video it, store. they only saw... had probably what five copies i want to say like like maybe six at it, most right yeah because this first, was this was a pretty month big it gets one. released on vhs boy you you had to wait in line outside. Yeah. no one steals it uh, no, or, you yeah. know, you had to know the VA, you know, the person, the clerk. And, you know, when I got older and could drive, I had hookups. You know, it's like, bro, put this one under the counter for me when it comes <laughs> in. But Cliffhanger was a two week long journey to get it. <laughs> Dad still had to watch it before I could because, you know, it's a new just, release. He didn't know to- what was in it, just to be sure. And I got to watch it that following Saturday. So. Uh, that, that is my history with this because that's what I remember the most was, do you have cliffhanger? Oh, it's clear. Oh, I think it literally got to the point where I get to the door and they go, no, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> fine. I'll just take Rambo two again. Well, no, it got to the point where mom's like, no, you can't keep renting a movie just cause you went inside. I'm like, I want to rent a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dad wants the movie. Let's get one. It's not cliffhanger. So, but yeah, that that's my history. And then of course I got to watch it. And the, even at like 13, 14 years old, man, I had a lot of fun with this movie. It was, it was exciting. It was pretty tense. You know? Yeah. Outside of the language, it's pretty tame. Uh, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's not the really violence crazy. Isn't over the top. I, well, I think, I mean, it's over the top, but it's not it, but, blood and gore and there's no nudity at all whatsoever. No, so none, as far so. as a rated, it's a tame rated R movie. It has a uh, Stallone being like a normal guy, which is pretty shocking. He's pretty, yeah. He's pretty, like, he kind of gets his ass kicked a bit late in the movie. I, oh I, yeah. This is, uh, I, I actually would consider cliffhanger more of a diehard clone. Sure. You know, yep. it's regular man tossed into, yep. you know, circumstances. Unusual circumstances. He's not even supposed to be there, man. He's just there right. picking up his shit, you know? That's Saying all. Saying goodbye to the dog. Like, right. pretty cool to see him be a, a normal guy. And, like, he's a rock climber. So, of course, he's fit, you know? He's got right. the physique because he's climbing these rocks without any 
harnesses or anything, which I don't know. Do people do that? Oh, that yeah. sounds terrifying. I, there there yes. is free climbing. There are, yeah, there are crazy no. people that do that. Why? <laughs> they have no look at they, yes, there is. And he's no, like, no, I don't want to do that. Why? Like <laughs> when they're special, on the tower at the beginning. I'm like crazy, and I got I got a lot of respect uh-uh. for those people. But I, I get tired it. going from like the mailbox to the couch. <laughs> like, and you want me to go up? I mean, yes. that's what uh Tom Cruise was famous for for that mm-hmm. stunt in Mission Impossible that he did free climbing, you know. Yeah, but he had the no, suction cups. No, this is the oh. mountain one. Uh Mission Impossible two, I think is that's the opener. There's so for that many, one. I can't remember. I haven't seen two in forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just remember Metallica did the soundtrack. Yeah, you know, that's it. <laughs> motorcycles on their front wheels spinning around. Yeah, that's really all I remember. That's, that movie. that's Mission Impossible Two. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it's uh, this one. God, it was just a spectacular, you know, just this or spectacular spectacle, I should say, of a movie when I was oh. a kid watching this. I mean, good this Lord. is a stunt reel galore. There are so many jaw dropping stunts in this movie that that is really the highlight to it all. It's like, holy shit, they did what? Like free base jumping, the rock climbing. I yeah. mean, there's some CGI, like green screen, you know, like of a, a person falling airplane to airplane. That was real. That, that was, was real. real. And that's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, so it's, it's it's the most expensive stunt ever uh, person. One person stunt. They there was a million dollar stunt and the guy didn't actually, you know, he went from plane to plane, but he could not get into the other plane. So with clever editing, they make it look like he does get in. But there's just so much, you know, but he still did it, you know, he he did it. Uh, Incredible. And then like the miniatures to this are awesome. Dude, this is not this isn't a sudden death and stuff. This isn't a sudden death helicopter. No, this is (laughs) this helicopter has weight to it. Yeah, it's also one of my favorite endings in this with this movie uh, as far as like a climactic battle. Also, I mean, of course, we're going to talk about Stallone. Of course, we're going to talk about everyone else. Um, Loki, probably one of my top five villains from the eighties and nineties with John Lithgow as mm. Quaylen. All right. I, so oh, go ahead, Nate. You, I got something. <laughs> what is that accent? Because it's not real. <laughs> uh, well, it's a, it's not real. Pete, I know what you're going to say. It's also not British. I, I, I kept co- treating it like just this guy who, wanted to be a thespian his entire life and he maybe had maybe he had been in theater a little bit and then he didn't get the maybe big a role, little bit but he didn't get the role so he turned to crime you know he's like if i can't you know entertain the people i will steal from the people <laughs> I, I, what? It was all right easy. a i don't know where the money came from <laughs> at all the, the mint I, yeah it didn't make a lot of sense though and i yeah. didn't care so it was minted money that was non-circulated, which is what, for whatever movie reason, it just has to go from one agency yeah. to another. <laughs> Basically, it's just, it's like a, a physical representation of some type of value. Now, the funny part is where they were getting it printed from uh, doesn't actually print paper money. They only print coins, and that amount of money would have been 2,500 tons of <laughs> coins uh, from that mint. Uh, which is funny, but you know, it, it's, it, it's plot service, man. You know, it's okay. All right. Fair. And, and uh, but that doesn't it's, it's ignore legit tender, though. John yeah. Lifgow's made up accent. Oh. And he's a phenomenal actor. There's oh, no yeah. denying. I love it. He didn't have to 
do that accent. Just, He's a great it was villain. Very weird. He would it's, slip into an actual English accent. Yeah. Every once in a while. I, th- I think every once in a while, that's just the way he was talking. <laughs> it was not English. Like, it was, it was clear as funny. day. <laughs> His girlfriend was. Yeah. That's also, had, yeah. Uh, that's also the girl from Die Hard with a Vengeance. The, the one that's that why she looks so oh, familiar. God. She wow. has those, yeah. like, distinguishable eyes you know they're yep. very striking she takes those knives and slices the dude you know his yeah. neck open and oh, die hard and stuff like yes. that yeah yes. um okay so yeah you got you got her in here but no john and you gotta remember as a kid john lithgow was third rock from the sun for me i yep. watched yeah, some what, of those that's what most of but your age was, would remember it from oh yeah well the big one Pete, and is the dad from harry and the henderson i was gonna oh, say yes, yes. Mm-hmm. big yeah foot. so to see him as a bad guy and i'm just like whoa like this is the tv dad you know that's like mm-hmm. nice and everything or the goofy alien and he's he's cold He's calculated. He reminds me of Hans Gruber a lot. Just that kind well, that's of because of it being a diehard clone. Diehard. Now, well, it is a diehard clone. And it, he know. is more vicious as a villain and footloose. All right. Stop it. So no. if we ever want to cover a movie where John Lithgow is the villain again. No. I mean, dancing is Footloose action, is right? there. Yeah. It's action. No. Yeah. There's, there's solo dancing in it. No. It's just. It's you know it's on the table. You can you can start your. I will I will <laughs> I will get you your own feed. I will let you use the, everything you need. We have here. You can start. Give me back my eighties musical. No, I just want give me back my Footloose. Give me back. Just it's you're going to be like that Big Trouble in Little China podcast where you just it's a one podcast about Footloose. Yeah, that's every it. thirty second. Part of the movie is an episode you talk oh, about. <laughs> boy, I, I don't like those. I don't either. I don't like it at <laughs> anyway, all. <laughs> anyway, uh, J- John Lithgow. So I've seen. God, I can't remember the one where he was completely unhinged, but he can. He can turn on a dime oh, to complete. He could be crazy. scary. Was it? Scary? Uh, Isn't he Dexter's dad? In... No, he's a villain in Dexter. Oh, that... he's the other killer. He's another and... serial killer that Dexter looks up to because he's got it all figured out with yeah, the family. He's, he's and so he is good terrifying as an unhinged crazy man. And I didn't get that in this movie, and I really wanted that. Yeah, but, even when but, he like as kills saying, his girlfriend. Yeah, right. That's I wanted more of that. And yeah. That I, I was out of left field. I was not expecting it at all. Right. But I wanted I wanted more crazy. But if you're going with a diehard clone, then he's got to be calm and cool and in control. That, and that's what that. it is. Like the plan. This isn't none of this that's happening on the mountain is a plan after the, no, the plane no. crash. You know, they the, it's everything's like calculated down to the minute they take over the uh, the plane. They kill everyone you realize the pilots in on it you know maybe two other guys there and everything just goes to shit the money falls and they have trackers on the money thankfully you know so they have that which i did like at the one guy that like he's like the inside dude was smart enough to go yeah you don't really need me once you have the money but i i know how to either find these things or even open the cases it was a great way to keep him around yeah. yeah. Uh, now this was also the same plot that Cocaine Bear had with all the cocaine <laughs> falling it out really of the sky. <laughs> yep, a lot of snow and Cocaine Bear too. So yep, there <laughs> definitely like was. was. Yep. 
But yeah, and this is, you know, Rennie Harlan, which we're talking about Die Hard, which is also Die Hard 2. Yeah, you know, which so. I feel like this is kind of his redemption from Die Hard 2, where I, like I said he was not, yeah. yeah, like he was not a well enough uh, in his craft to do Die Hard 2 compared to John McTiernan, where I exactly. feel like this one is like, no, this is what this guy's capable of doing. He's making a big horror comeback this coming Ooh. year as well. He's doing. They're doing three stranger movies back to back. Like they were all shot together. I don't know why the strangers needs to have a trilogy, but he's the one in charge of it. I'm interested. You know what movies got announced today that you're getting a trilogy that I'm sitting there going, why the fall movies are getting a trilogy. The fall movies. What what are you talking about? The one where the girls are on the cell tower. Oh, I didn't watch it. I just assumed I didn't either because I wasn't gonna. Well, there's going to be two more sequels. Oh, so they Why? Well, they're still stuck up there. Are, are, are they skeletons now? We get to watch know. their dead bodies go. Well, I think if we just kick the skeletons, we'll go with it, right? <laughs> and part three is apparently if we kick our skeletons off, we don't go with it, and they're just ghosts that are stuck on top of a cell tower. <laughs> Straight up, just off the All top right. of my head. Well, now I'm no, kind of interested. They're hiding from the graboids, is what they. I, I, there you yeah, go, that's Pete. all. There's a tremor down there, so we're gonna have a huge crossover. <laughs> I'm not, I'm down. Uh, I don't know why we went off on that tangent. If that was funny, that's what um, you do. <laughs> it is, man. But yeah, Rennie Harlan. I mean, he he's done some good stuff. And this, like I said, man, this is. I really like Cliffhanger. There, I mean, obviously, there's other Stallone movies that I enjoy, but you know, the main reason we picked this too was, you know, it's like, well, let's do a Stallone movie. It's also cold weather setting in. Yeah. Now we need snow. And what action movie has the most amount of snow? cliffhanger yeah <laughs> it was beautiful the cinematography is gorgeous. oh yeah that opening oh my god that dude. opening scene of of stallone climbing that cliff face how stunning. like it's so like people do this yeah they really yeah do this. no 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 he's upside down climbing like spider-man <laughs> like, it's all i don't know i don't I don't think that was that all Stallone, Stallone, but like no, people do no, no. that. The upside there down are, was not Stallone for sure. So there are people that do that. And I know that this movie has like, it, it really like pissed off a lot of people. One, the maker of the harness that the Sarah slips out of uh, at the beginning of the movie, they mm-hmm. literally had to put out saying that was rigged for the movie. Our shit does not fail like yeah. that. You have to understand because they were getting, you know, like letters and shit for that. So, and then the bolt gun is the biggest bullshit thing in the entire movie. Is it like a nail gun? <laughs> yeah, the one that would shoot the anchor into yeah, the rock. Yeah. There's so many like climbing people that were like, that doesn't exist. Doesn't That's exist. not a thing. You would literally shatter the rock. The rock. And it, it wouldn't have anything. But I'm also like, yeah, but you you need it to shoot through the ice into the bad guy. Right. But That's it's why cool. it's there. It yeah. is. Like it's... Shot. Oh. <laughs> See, it's I was trying to figure it out too. Because I was like, why is he underwater shooting what's a nail gun, but not a nail gun? Yeah, and then I remembered earlier he used it to the rock. I went, that must be it. Yeah. yeah. Where did he get the gun? It, it was, it was, it was the bolt gun. Yeah. Oh, I, it's, okay. It makes more sense. Right. I've seen Rooker, this way more than you yeah. guys. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Michael Rooker at least had the shotgun at some point because yeah. he yeah. had the boot knife. That yeah. I got. <laughs> and I like, my, you know, this was also before I really even knew who Michael Rooker was. I mean, this is. You know, really, he, he, I knew him from like Days of Thunder 
as the asshole, sure. you know, uh, opposite Tom Cruise and they become buddies at the end of it. But um, really, I didn't know him a whole lot. So I've always really known Rooker from Cliffhanger, like even now where he's Yondu and all this stuff. I'm always like, you know, that's how, you know. Al's mad at Gabe because he dropped his girlfriend, which yep. I'm like, he didn't drop his girlfriend. She slipped out because she wouldn't be still. That's now, her fault. One of us did have one Michael Rooker like one of his comments on TikTok. So we might as well be best friends now. You're besties with Michael yeah, Rooker. We, I'm basically awesome. best friends with Michael Rooker because now he acknowledged that my comment was good. So whatever. It's yeah, cool. You've made it, Nate. I made Nate, it. Yeah. Nate had <laughs> a notice me send by. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's the, I know he's Michael my Rooker. daddy. I know Michael Rooker from Henry Portrait, a serial killer. Yeah. And Ugh, that's creepy. That's, that's I saw him in that first before I saw him in even oh. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. And boy, that was a that was a shift in gears. Let me tell you. Uh, I didn't watch that till like a year. Was it a year ago, Nate? We watched it. Henry, did you even uh, watch it at that point? We didn't cover it for the podcast. We no, we didn't. It. No, we were thinking about it, and I wanted to watch it beforehand. And I and warned you. I, <laughs> and then I watched it and went, "We're not covering this yeah, on the podcast." Um, it's a little, but too yeah, weird. it's been oh, a long time dude. since I watched it, but I know it's a it's a rough go. That's that's. Like, I won't watch it again. That's yeah. that's you know yeah. Michael yeah. Rooker does a fine job. I will not watch that movie again for entertainment. It, was, it, it reminded me of Natural Born Killers, even Maniac. Uh, that's that's I, yeah. kind of those over this one. Like honestly, like I've seen Natural Born Killers a handful of yeah, times. Yeah, it's it's stylized and silly. Because yeah, it, you know Woody Harrelson is you know very you know animated in that. You know mm -hmm. I like him and charismatic even that. Rooker nails yeah. it in that movie, but I'm just like, fuck, yeah, I'm not watching that one again. I think a lot of the same thing. My first Rooker experience was Mallrats because he's the dad that yeah. wants to kick TC's oh, ass shit, with the pretzels. Yep. Say, pretzels. would you like a chocolate covered pretzel? <laughs> That's probably my next uh, exposure to him after Cliffhanger yeah. was this, and I like him in this movie. Uh, my only thing is, I I just get mad that. He's that pissed off at Gabe, you know, their best friends like that. What was he going to, he kept saying, I'm going to send my harness over. I'm like, what's yeah. that going to do? She can't, she literally can't lift herself up and pull herself up. The rope was holding the rope never broke. If the rope had broke, that would have justified Rooker being pissed. Like it's not rigged for two. Exactly. Obviously yeah. it could because he's out there. She just slipped out of his hand, which I heard was next to impossible for someone's hand to slip out of the glove in during filming. But also it's because Stallone's grip was, was his so grip. tight that what, even what? they put Vaseline in the glove to make did it slip. They? And they they, it still had a hard time slipping because Stallone's that fucking strong and yeah. held onto her. So Stallone would have not let her die. Stallone wouldn't have. And by God, he gets some redemption for that. Plus, I like the fact that they're, they're saying that because he has to show that he's gripping because if it's a fake grip and it's oh, on yeah. that close up, but you'll be like, well, he wasn't holding on the to shit. Like his, yeah. his knuckles are turning white and everything. I believe that he's holding her above however tall. The I mean, it's much was. like how I believed Ace Ventura was holding onto that oh, raccoon dear, for dear, dear life. Stop that. He couldn't hold a raccoon though, dude. Seriously. But he, he was trying, but he, the raccoon Gary isn't quite as well. That's why you don't, so you don't climb with a, a carbine don't it tells you when you buy them from the store 
Don't rock yeah, climb not, with not these. Not those. I keep my keys on those. That's not what <laughs> yeah, I don't rock climb with them. And it's not a carbine. It's a carabiner. Oh, carbine's the weapon from Halo 3. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my biggest beefs with the script of this movie is why the hell was that woman up on top of that mountain? Anywho. Well, that they, they mentioned had, that where it was his fault. Briefly, like it's his fault for bringing her up there. They were up on one of the most precarious, probably advanced climbs. Yep. People yeah. go on. Somehow she got to the top and she's afraid of heights. And Rooker I'm hurt sorry, himself. Rooker, this is on you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but he did say it's better than sex. Uh, I don't believe he's, it. He's not doing it right. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'll I don't take his word hit. for it because I'm yeah. never going to do it because I hate heights. Happen. It's never going to happen. But I think when it, and that's a, I like this though because that means you kind of got into the story a little bit. Even whenever you get mad at a character for a decision they made, you're just like, why would you do that? Why? It you know to me, I feel like this movie is one of those that really kind of drew me in. And even every time I've seen it since then. I just get sucked into the story, man. Well, I, I I enjoy the hell out of it. I think it does a good job with the rescue team, how they're all joking with each other before the tragedy with like mm-hmm. Frank and Jesse and like even Rooker, like, hey, Jesse, your man's flirting with my girl. Like, yeah. tell him to knock it off. Like, right. there's a lot of good rapport right it's there between them all. team that's done this a lot. Yeah. And, and like, Frank really... is a... It it made you feel that when she died, when she slipped out of his hands, that that added to the tension. Like, oh my god, yeah. don't let her go. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's rough. It, it's it, a yeah, rough it's, entry to a movie. This is probably one of the most rough, just non horror, non like oh the grandma died at the beginning well, of because you're kind thinking of movie. if you fell that far, just like that's it. Like you're done. the moment, yeah, there is no saving you Nothing whatsoever, you and you're alive the entire time you fall. Unless you have a heart attack on the and way out. kudos to that uh, actress for just like I don't want to die here today. Please save oh, me. I don't want to die. She sells it. Her pleading, dude. Yeah. Oh my god, man. It's it's still one of those things. Like if I haven't seen it in a while, it'll still raise goosebumps, man. Mm-hmm. We're just like, oh my god. Oh, like every a... time you're like, come on, save her this time. Damn it, Stallone, save her. I had a <laughs> knot in my stomach. Like I just felt uncomfortable. That's the best way yeah. to put it. But and I, then and like. I, when they come back together and like how pissed off Rooker is at him. And then Stallone just being like, all right, I'll go help out these. Uh, hikers, whatever they, yeah. The base jumpers. Oh, well, no, not the, no, they the, think, the terror. They think these are hikers. The, yeah. yeah the hijack the plane that yeah. call in like, Hey, yep. we need help. And then turns we need out, insulin. Would you yeah. have thought of that? <laughs> Travis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, Travers, get your shit together. <laughs> Stop saying my name, Quaylen. <laughs> I've seen this movie a couple times. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, clearly. <laughs> I was a striker. I was the best one ever. Oh, God. Don't smack <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, all right. You deserve to die if all uh-huh. you talk about is how great you were at soccer while you're kicking a man. No, the man that deserved to die the most on that mountain was the idiot with the grenade launcher shooting grenades over his head to shoot down Stallone and cause the avalanche. And he goes flying off the mountain. He right. deserved to die. That, that a lot of people fly off mountains, which is great because you get like the the not the Wilhelm scream, but just like a, there was it was like an alternate Wilhelm scream. It like was screen two point 
Oh, or something. Like there's exactly. one dude who just falls off into the pitch black of nothing. It's like, oh, he's gonna have a bad time. Yeah. Um, but the guy that's shooting the grenades, yeah. I don't understand why they wanted to kill Stallone at that point when he was up there. They kept bringing, like, trying to. They had the rope around his foot, and they were oh, trying yeah. to bring him down. And I didn't right. understand why. It's like just let the guy come back down with the money. Well, that's, that's all a, you got to do. Another question I have: like, it's not like he tied the box to the rope. So if you're pulling him down, the money would still be up there. Yeah, like, I didn't understand their logic there. Then they're like, you know what? Let's just shoot him instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. I know why they did it. It's they. He says we don't need two guides when he gets back down oh, there you kill go. him uh, and michael rooker yells gabe they're gonna kill you and then they start pulling on the rope and gabe has to like gnaw it off with with his climbing cleats that's what that was so there's a so this movie is almost like two hours long there's a, yeah, there's it's a, a lot yeah it's on. a long one a but it flies long. by it, I, I gotta drag. say, I think the pacing in this movie it, for a two-hour-long movie is probably one of the best paced for the amount of time. Especially I, I, compared to Executive Decision, where it's like, oh my god, why is this two hours and fifteen minutes long? Like, yeah, I I wasn't thinking about Cliffhanger being almost two hours long because I never think of it that way. You know, it's always like this is for you know a lot of stuff happens. I'm not left to wonder or get bored. Like even. Like even Gabe, when he came back, I didn't need like a ton of info about why he left or, you know, what's going on between him and Jesse. They, they go through it pretty quick. You know, he couldn't get over the death. Jesse wanted to stay doing what she was doing. You know, they just, you know, he left for a little while to clear his head. He came back to ask her to come back. She says no. Well, to be fair, it was done in like three minutes. He was gone for eight months and did not reach back out. That's kind of kind of a dick move. It's kind <laughs> of a dick move. But you know, I mean, you, you got a you got a phone. You can write letters. Somebody slipped out of your hand and died. I mean, that's that's a lot of weight. I, I get that. PTSD. Yep, that's, there is a lot of survivors uh, guilt. Survivors. Yep. Yep. That's, I mean, it's horrible mental. And, and it happened to him. I mean, it right. happened to her too. You know, but. But uh, I mean, he was on the other receiving end, and uh, how do you get over? I think like she that? was on the receiving end, but that's okay. It's fine. It's. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be quiet today. Sentences very well. Insert rim shot. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, still a tragic opening. <laughs> Just, <Yeah. laughs> After Stallone has freed himself, and now he's on a mission to. He doesn't have a jacket. He's out no. in the freezing cold and he's trying to get to the cases before them. That's when Jesse shows up at the right. one cabin that she knows that they could possibly go to because everyone here knows these mountains really well. Well, I would hope so if you're part of the mountain yeah, rescue. The like, if they're mountain like, rescue, yeah. Yeah. Gabe saw the the digital map, the topography map that showed where the cases were. And yeah, that's how he had like at least a rough idea of where to go like one was on one of the peaks another mm-hmm. one was Just you know PK, down in one of the gullies and stuff the yeah yeah and they all know where they're going and the fact that rooker also knows this as much as he hates stallone he doesn't want these other guys to win you know they're pieces of shit so he takes them 
the long way around places, you know, and I, I that was another thing that was just like how impatient they made the, the villains to be. They're like, well, there's got to be a faster way. I think had I wrote this or something, I would have put in a line like, well, where's your climbing gear, asshole? Because there is a faster yeah. way to get there. We're not going to do oh, yeah. it we can without right climbing here. gear. How are you yeah, so, climbing a, a So there's a, there's a trail. <laughs> yeah, you're going to take the trail. Because not only do we have to, if we had to climb to it as the faster yeah, way, but then we got to carry this luggage around. Like, that's not an easy feat. <laughs> they, so right. they had three of these giant cases full of bills. They could not have been light. At no, any not way, at shape, all. Or form. How are you going to get them down the mountain? I mm. It's just a bad planning down. based off greed. Yeah. 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 I, I do think though that the 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 full overarching plan that uh Lithgow had was though the helicopter. He yeah. knew that no matter what, as he had the hostages, he'd be able to call. And really the only reason Frank's not out there immediately or Jesse, either one, is the storm that comes through. So she wasn't even able to be like, you know, helping with the rest. It's a good plot point. Mm-hmm. I they, they figure out ways to make the situation mm-hmm. make sense because, yeah. you know, we could be like, well, fly a helicopter. You'll realize, you know, there's that. But and also this is all I have to believe that Lithgow is thinking on his feet. And I oh, do sure. believe that in this movie, like every time some like Gabe is messing up the plan constantly. So he has to keep you know right. rethinking a strategy to where it's finally like okay ultimately even if i don't get out of here with any money i gotta get out of here alive you know and that's got to be part of him just figuring out and that's why he doesn't give a shit about anyone you know he's the only other pilot other than you know the girlfriend which is why he shoots her you know he is the most valuable person there he's the smartest person there he's very much a heath ledger joker moment like at the beginning of the the batman movie where they're like well i was supposed to kill the safe guy oh yeah well, i was supposed to kill you know the phone guy it was funny about that you know no one realizes when you're in a gang like this with money really think about the split and who's gonna get that split at the end of this heist you know it's like <laughs> who's me i'd be like the end? Yeah, i'd be like i don't know man if i'm just doing this part you don't need me after this and there's still a lot of the plan to go what do I do? I think I get shot. This would have back. not happened if he would have had Sally, Harry, and Tommy, though, as part of his team. Just saying. <laughs> you imagine Harry on the mountain <laughs> with an incoming message from B- Mr. Head? <laughs> <laughs> Don he, shows up. That character. Uh, it's Stuart French, not French Stuart. It's no, one it's of the... French Stuart. Okay, it's French Stuart. I knew, I knew there was two words. <laughs> it's my biggest reason I have a hard time watching Stargate because I have to believe French Stuart is a Marine that they send over <laughs> through the portal because he's in the movie with them. And I'm just like, no, he'd be able to communicate back with them. He'd get and communicate and be able to repeat everything that you know headquarters is saying. I can't. I can't see that guy in anything but third rock <laughs> from the sun. Period. That's just that's that's it. Even you know, Jason Gordon Levitt, man, is just remembering or is it J, J- uh, Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt? It's like yeah. seeing Joseph Gordon Levitt now grown up and knowing where he started 
on third rock from the sun. You know, this guy's supposed to be like, hair. like Robin. He was in, speaking of the Batman movies, he was in the Batman movie afterwards. And then now, you know, he was the kid in third rock, man. God, I love that show. I need to sit down and watch that again. It was a <laughs> lot great of show. fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. All right. Well, enough talking about third rock from the sun. Uh, I should have grabbed one of those trailers. That would have been a lot more fun. <laughs> than <when I laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, let's go ahead and hit us a quick commercial break then. All right. Transformers will return after these messages. Just how drunk are we gonna get? Welcome to Good Beer Bad Movie Night, where each month we drink finely crafted brews while watching terrible films in order to see just how drunk you have to get to enjoy them. So tune in and join Troy. Killboy Kreitz. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> Dave. I have the weirdest boner. And Pete. IPAs are ales, meaning they are bottom fermented. Excuse me, they are top fermented. I f that up. <laughs> Try that again. As we drag Kathleen. Hear me. Kicking and screaming through an alcohol fueled podcast dedicated to movies of questionable quality and the frosty adult beverages that help make them tolerable. Good beer, bad movie night. Clearly, it's the beer's fault. The last time I saw a movie for a dollar, theaters still had balconies for people to neck in. I thought those days were long gone. But then I found out all oh, warehouse movies are now just a dollar a day. We're not talking just one or two movies. We're talking about more movies than anyone else in the world. And everyone is just a dollar a day. Now, if I can only just find a balcony. Right now, rent Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and Cobra for just a dollar a day each. It's the best movie bargain since the double feature. The critics agree. The warehouse is entertainment. We now return to the Transformers. Man. See, I tied it in to stuff. Yeah. You did. Cobra yeah. for a dollar a day. That's a, that's a good deal. Where where was that video store? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see a, uh, an address with that one for ah. some reason. So they had apparently some. I recognize the dude's face, and I'm not going to look it up right now. But His voice was, was very familiar. Yeah, he uh, curly hair, mustache. I think a lot of times he wore like a top hat. Um, he was a Dr. comedian. Demento? No, I would have known who Dr. Demento was. <laughs> the Monopoly man? I'm not a Monopoly man. <laughs> uh-huh. It sounded like you were describing a Monopoly man to me. I didn't, did I say a monocle? I no, didn't not say yet, monocle. but you did say you're approaching monocle and mustache. Yeah, it was getting I, there. Was I approaching that? No, yeah, yeah. You were just oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't mean to approach that. That's... <laughs> That falls on me, and now you guys have made me go. I gotta look it up. Now you're looking. Oh, that's it on up. you, this man. Is, this is great podcasting. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely painting a picture for the audience right now. <laughs> this is the beauty of uh, editing. Gene Shallot. Oh yeah, definitely oh Gene God, Shallot, Gene bro. This absolutely is. You, you would have said mustache, and Nate would have said. Monopoly man. I still would have said Monopoly man. Giant afro. Oh, that guy. I um, said curly uh, hair and a mustache, and I think that's not curly more. hair. That's more like an afro. It's an afro. What is an afro? No, uh, poofy hair. I think there's some curls in that. <laughs> nah, no, nah, it's it's poofy, and he's got a bow tie. <laughs> yes, he always had a bow tie, and he's got yeah. like you know the eyebrows and the mustache, like uh, you know the mask that you'd buy as a kid with the glasses that had the mustache and the eyebrows. Oh yeah, the, 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 yeah. the disguise. Yeah. yeah, 
That's what he looks like. <laughs> I don't know why he was from something. What was he? I from? should I should have said I should have said like he looks like Captain Lou Albano. That's what mm. I should have said because he yep, he's, that'd work. He looks kind of like Mario. I don't. He was, he was a movie critic, Nate. Okay, okay. Ah, oh, the Today Show. Okay, this yeah. this all makes sense now. I was a simple commercial, guys. I don't know why. <laughs> well, we yeah, just... but now we, you know. I gotta know who Gene Shallot is. All right. <laughs> they said Cobra. That's the only reason oh, I played yeah. that commercial. It was just, it was Stallone. But this guy was a very you know colorful um, movie critic back in the day. Yes. I, I remember watching his stuff as a kid going, oh, yeah, I like this guy's opinion. <laughs> it was a lot better than Cisco uh, oh, and Gene. Yeah, I, I'll Cisco take this guy. Either. He's fun. Yeah. He's got a bow tie. He knows how to have a good time. People with bow ties know how to party. Apparently. I know. Well, it just makes <laughs> sense. All right. Well, what didn't have any bow ties was Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. The I was going to say, guys. for a movie that has a lot of action in it, we have yet to talk about some of this action. Well, I mean, it's because it's pretty well spread out. There's a lot of, you know, there's some small arms fire. There's some machine guns going off when they're shooting at Gabe. I do like the bunny scene. Uh, yeah. Where he puts that on a fun fact. Uh, they originally killed the bunny. Oh! And during the test screening, the audience hated that segment. And Stallone spent $100,000 of his own money to refilm where the bunny survives. Shit. Wow. Yeah. I feel like all you got to do instead of spend a hundred thousand dollars is just, <laughs> yeah, you just cut. Like you see the guy shoot the gun and then you cut and that's it. There, I just saved you a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Money, please pay me. Yeah. Come on, Hollywood. I'm an editor now, baby. I mean, just the yeah, guy could have went, damn it, I missed it. And just, yeah, like, yeah oh. that's it. You could have done a voiceover. <laughs> see? They should have had us doing it. I don't know why they don't. It's like when they paid like $20,000 for the fake poop on John Wick. It's like, you know what you don't do? Just don't show the CGI poop. That's it. Why even have poop? I don't know. don't even worry about it. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. But yet, for some reason, we just have to spend money. And this one had CGI. They had CGI bats because Stallone and the girl that plays Jesse refused to go in the cave with the live bats they already had. Oh, the those were all CG? Yeah. No. Well, yeah. the the shots of them in, in the cave were real, but then that, when they fly real. by. Yeah. Because you could tell huh. that was CG when it they, was flying through them. Were they, were they, they puppets? Because they were right there. They already had bats on set. Okay. And so all the close-ups are of real bats. Stallone and the girl would not go in the cave to shoot the scenes. <laughs> so they had to CG the swarm of bats Aww. flying out. It's so sad. Um, the little sky puppies. I love them. I know. They're so adorable. I a hug I them they just want to party. Them. And you know who they else doesn't party. like bats? Who else doesn't like that? Ace Ventura and Nature Calls. <laughs> so there's a lot that ties in here. He has Ace to get the guano. Pretty much Stallone. Yeah. yeah, basically. <laughs> but does... that also leads into one of my favorite of the villains, aside from Lithgow, is I like Leon. Leon's my badass in this movie, man. He is. Leon... <laughs> is that the soccer player? Which one was that? No. 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 That Leon's was the guy with the Uzi. He was yeah, the guy with Leon... Uzi. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can say Leon's the black guy. It's fine. You're allowed to say that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we don't. It's, I'm sorry, guys. It's 93. He's he's the black guy in the movie. Got it. <laughs> just 
Back then, you only got one for some reason. It was really weird. Well, we had the the guy that was like in charge of the manhunt. Yeah, that we who, only seen in the office. Who, who is not the guy from the office, by the way? I thought no. for sure that was the same I guy. So too. <laughs> <laughs> he had the right voice. I'm like, oh, is that no? No, no that's anyway. not. I can't think of his name, but that's not. <laughs> well, yeah, we found that out. <laughs> Pete and I did. Yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! Jesus Christ! I don't well, it's know like after know. the fight with him and Stallone, it's like almost every single henchman now decides to have their leading man moment of that mm-hmm. they're going to be the lead henchman or something because they oh, yeah. all kind of get some like severe screen time, and it's just like, wait, who's that guy all of a sudden? Like the striker. You know, right. it's like, why yeah. are you talking now? Well, there was <laughs> there was that little bit between him and Leon where they were. You, know, you could tell that those guys didn't didn't like each other. And I think even uh, Lithgow makes a comment about, you know, lo- I, I pay for their loyalty. You know, yes. I don't you know, they're, they're all shitty people, but money talks. Basically, they'll do what I say is for as long as they know they're going to get paid. Um, I don't know. It, they these are kind of like throwaway hints. They're not quite the nameless Aliongs right. out there. I say yeah, they're know. definitely not nameless because they have more of an impact with the film. Like yeah, they all kind of feel pretty threatening. Yeah, I mean they they pull it off, and I what this is another thing that I run into with doing these movies is they this is like executive decision. Why did you have booby traps if you weren't planning on anyone messing with the bomb? why did you need mercenaries in an airplane heist? Like it seemed like you needed the pilot, a guy that was willing to slide down a zip line Travers and maybe one other person that's in on it. And, you know, cause the girl's already a pilot with the other guy that dies in the crash. Why did you need mercenaries for the midair heist? I just feel like if you're doing a heist, you should probably have mercenaries. You, just, you think we should just? I have just feel like Probably. you should just have yeah mercenaries. You need, you need some goons to pull a trigger. It's, yeah, just in case, because okay. you never case. know. Like you may think that one of the guys kills everyone on the plane, but turns out he didn't. And then that guy has an Uzi. And then he starts to shoot the pain below, and then that hits the hydraulics, and then that's why always they can't the land the plane. Yeah, but then there's also a bomb on the plane, and uh, the henchman probably thought of that. That's very true. The henchmen are yeah. like, hey, we've got a handbook that they give us now, at it, the Union Hall. Exactly. And this is all the stuff we should be prepared for, <laughs> just in case. Unless you're ordering your henchmen off Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace, where you're going to send a message, are you available to hench? And then they to don't hench. say anything back. Just don't order them off of Timu, okay? Uh, well, yeah, yeah because those henchmen hit. are just going to steal your identity. <laughs> It's true. He's not yeah. lying. Yeah, I think that's what Timu's known for. Have you not seen their the... YouTube commercials? They're weird. I have not. Oh, they're weird. <laughs> I, <laughs> Who is this company? Where did they come from? I've seen that, and then I watched a couple things about people going, hey, you ever wonder why all that shit's so cheap? Here's why. They're making money off of your identity. And I'm like, eh, that tracks. Yeah. I've and never I went, used it. I'm deleting that app. <laughs> yeah, didn't you buy something from Timu? Yeah, I got me a... <laughs> 
<laughs> Way to bust yourself out, Nate. Uh, delete that I, app. I, I would have said shit. I, I deleted it and I uninstalled it. But I got me a Dark Throne coffin rug because I went, well, I got to see if this is real. And it came in and it's like maybe two feet long, if that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's real. And then I got me a generic Lego set that is a knockoff of the real Lego set Shot of the me. orchid. So. <laughs> I would have tried to order Al Leong, and I would have got that dude from uh, Delta Force 2, Delta who Force. just wasn't quite Al Leong yeah. that fought Chuck Norris. Like, like, damn it, this isn't what I ordered. I was $5, dude. Fair enough. Okay, <laughs> I'm only out right. Like, wish on you in. just may never get it. They just take your money, and that's right, it. Right, yeah. They were upfront about that. Timu, hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can you imagine ordering cliffhanger off Timu? Oh, wow. It would have been one of those like super thin DVDs that you maybe would have gotten two plays out of. And it would have been been Indonesian. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Turkish cliffhanger, and you can only watch it once, and then it self destructs. I love Turkish knockoffs. Those movies are so much fun. Our friends over at Flicks and Friends sent me a picture that they picked up 10 DVDs that they're getting ready to do a giveaway for, and it's all Turkish versions of oh, other movies. Yeah. And inside of the stack is a Turkish Rambo. And, and a I Turkish went, Rocky. I want to see that. And he goes, I knew that was the one you wanted to see. I want to see all of them. <laughs> I was once in a bar watching Turkish Star Wars. I had no idea what was going on. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) The subtitles aren't even right. No. (laughs) No. It's to a totally different movie. It was like us watching the the Hammer Dracula movie. (laughs) What is going on? Who's talking right now? (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, this this movie does have quite a bit of climactic things. And most famously, it's the stunts, you know, like. When those two like stoner kids from the '90s that say "radical dude," <laughs> "tubular," "come Sega on, Saturn," we're gonna get some righteous wins out there, man. Come yeah, on, bruh. And then we're gonna go back to Leon's and play on his Sega CD, dude. <laughs> man, why are these guys can't... up here harshing my vibe, man? Jeez. I don't know, bruh. Yeah, you half expect Polly Shore to show up at some point. Yeah, his, just the wheezing screen. the juice. Oh, gross! Stop that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know that guy. He always bugged the shit out of me. I don't know what it is. The problem with uh, you know microwave burritos is they're cold on the outside, but lava on the inside. You got that backwards, but that's Damn okay. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, Nate. That's not how microwave works. <laughs> Apparently, he ordered his microwave off. That's of how a hot pocket yeah. works. Yeah, you got, you got a Timu burrito. I got a Timu <laughs> microwave. <laughs> the radiation's very real. That explains so much, right? Now. <laughs> you wear a lead bib every time you microwave your burritos. Oh. <laughs> Well, I did that for when I played with the creepy crawlers back in the 90s. Yeah, we all should yeah. have. 
if that wasn't lead or asbestos based. I oh mean, no, not whatsoever. But did you catch on fire? No. Nope. You're welcome. <laughs> no, but also those plates were fucking hot, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. My parents refused to buy. My sister didn't even get an Easy Bake oven because they were worried about. Yeah, I, I not was so not much allowed. Sarah, but me and electrical appliances. That got <laughs> you're putting hot. you're putting your sister's Barbies in there and watching the melt. I guarantee I would have. You're talking that to the been kid. Happening. This is why my parents didn't. You're talking to the kid that colored a light bulb till the wax melted onto my arm and burnt the shit out of my arm as a kid. Oh, yeah, like you didn't just color a light but you you took a light bulb that was lit and you so it was in a in a lamp you know one of those I, dark, I, i'm picturing lamps yeah, sure and i'm like i i guess in my mind i went i wish i had purple light and i took a crayon and oh, I all right on. makes sense i get it and, and then it, it it melts and it's kind of cool looking i'm like well let's see what red does this is cool. And I kept going until there was so much wax on the bulb. It dripped down onto my hand and all you got was a blood curdling scream from me and my parents running in going, what's wrong? What's wrong with you? <laughs> what I picture is then you have to write on the chalkboard. I will not melt the crown onto the, uh, lamp crown. and they then took, they took your, all writing implements away from me at yeah, that point well then <laughs> what happens after that point is like your parent or teacher then smacks your head into the chalkboard via <laughs> earnest <laughs> yes idiot yeah yeah but no really didn't happen <laughs> believe it so don't know what that has to do with cliffhanger, but yeah, damn it, no, it has to do with the guys that you know, like man, it's cool. We're gonna free base off this mountain, and then oh, sadly right. they we get were. shot, and it's like the one base, that gets base, shot. Base jump, Nate, not free base. Free oh. base. Wait, free base and see, yeah, this yeah, is the problem with that microwave from Timu. <laughs> <laughs> you warming up your crack in it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, just my pizza rolls, dude. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I mean that—that that also is a pretty like brutal scene where they shoot the kids, and he's like hanging in the tree, and the wolves are trying to eat him. Yeah, like he gets his parachute off in time, but the way that he's like spinning, like you could tell, it's like, oh no, he did get hit. Yeah, you know? they do like it's such a lifeless or... spin. I think it's called like a death spiral. Like it's a trick they can do, but literally, if you're not pulling on the strings, it would just. You just spin and fall like, like one of those things from the tree. Their death was rough, but Frank's, like Frank's innocent in all of this. Frank's so half my heart, shot. dude. Yeah, it's oh, a yeah. banana eating a monkey. I mean, that's forever going to be what he was painting. <laughs> but yeah, he had for- the banana on a string. That way, he could really get into the heart and soul of the banana. And the worst part was Rooker screaming for him, like. They let him go, and he's running towards him. And the girl is not realizing what's about to happen either because she gets covered with Frank's blood. So, you know, those bullets were whizzing past her head. And uh, so, yeah, it's like Rennie Harlan, and I'm sure Stallone probably had a hand. This one thing I did notice, though, reading up on this, I didn't hear a lot of Stallone took over. Stallone did this. Stallone did that. I I think he really liked working with Rennie Harlan. Well, I agreed. think they kind of had so. this now, same vision going forward. He had the screenplay because I noticed in the beginning it said like story inspired by someone. Did he? And then the, the screenplay, screenplay was written by Stallone and one other no person. Shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. So there's you can, there's you can write. There's three uh, people that popped up that said that they wrote this, and they couldn't contend. They they couldn't contest it. So they actually seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars extra had to be paid out to these three people and give them partial writing credits. Oh. Well, I mean, because they, they were, all had some kind of credential to it. They threw money away instantly when they just decide not to cut the bunny getting shot. So mm-hmm. really, what is $750,000 to a studio? True. Come on now. Very true. But Stallone did cut his fee for that million-dollar stunt. Yeah, I did read that. He, he cut part of his fee out for that. Oh, that's so. cool, but, just to make this, sure that happened. This made money. Mm-hmm. This was a blockbuster, right? Oh, this, yeah, this, this was, was huge. huge. This was yeah. big. And this is kind of needed for him because it was right after Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> so he needed this. Yeah. No, this he, was this was a big he really one, need it. He was still riding that Rocky money. No, no, because he had Rocky five before Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. So this oh. is not good time Ooh. for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And... Yeah. He did have Oscar right after Rocky Five, so we're talking like Stallone needed a winner. So then he got this and Demolition Man. So it was like boom, boom, oh, left and right, not, just no, like you're Rocky. Good. You're good, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it, it all worked out for him. But uh, so I say we can talk about the fi- the finale of this movie. I mean, we we talked about yeah, some sure. of the you God. know finale around so the, cool because we're at the part where Frank dies. So we get the point where uh, Quaylen kills the girl who is who we only we only know as the pilot and then he reveals i'm also the pilot you know right. i'm the only one that can fly us off this mountain now Dude, he shot her i'm like Dude, you have got no way down the mountain now yeah exactly oh, oh by the way i'm a pilot too I was like, ah, Jesus. yeah yeah so he, he keeps travers on that leash you know whatever you still have to work for me you get to the point where it's basically down to just lithgow and Stallone, right? And he, you know, uh, Lithgow gets Jesse. He's holding her, and you get a pretty cool like dude versus helicopter, which you're kind of like, <laughs> this is a high ground moment. And I've, if there's anything <laughs> I've learned, whoever's got the high ground is going to win, and Lithgow's got the high ground. But uh, I still remember the first time watching this and seeing Stallone throw that duffel bag up into the rotors. And just poof, money everywhere. <laughs> it's a big and, fuck you moment. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it is. really is. Yeah. And then for him to grab that hook from the rescue chopper and hook it to the ladder, yeah. you're just like, oh shit, this yeah. is gonna get cool. And I'm used, you know, at that age, I hadn't seen a ton of action movies, but I've seen enough to go. Helicopter's gonna get stuck. It's mm. gonna crash. It's gonna crash into the side of the mountain. It's gonna blow up. They take it that extra step further. Stallone gets caught up on the ladder. It falls, but it doesn't explode. It's hanging by the ladder, and they have to fight on top of an upside down helicopter, which is just bad. It's awesome. But, like, even when the ladder is coming apart from the cliff, and like it's basically doing a wave, and Stallone's holding on to the ladder, dangling over, and then the fight on top of the helicopter. It's just cool. <laughs> like that's the like, only way to put it. There was a point when Lithgow, and this is what I wanted more from Lith Lithgow. He they're they're fighting or whatever, and he just just leaps off of the cliff and lands two feet as hard as he can on the bottom of this helicopter, right? Yeah. And an unhinged Joker character would have been like, this is chaos. I'm trying to kill myself. I, I, I'm not going to make it out of here, but I'm taking y'all with me. Yeah. 
it didn't feel that's what I wanted more of through the whole movie from him, that unhinged insanity, but I didn't get it. And that moment was, it just was like, ah, did that I, what you really wanted to do? I take uh, it Stallone as definitely went like, Whoa. Yeah. Stallone, Stallone straight up goes like survival mode and he's mm-hmm. only doing what he can. I don't know. I think I, I still prefer my cold and calculating okay. Lithgow. And then this is the moment where it's fight or flight. Like it's literally uh, a, I'm pissed off at Stallone for even putting me in this situation. I want and it. It gets to the point. Like if I'm going to die, you're going to die with me type moment. So he gets unhinged. I just, I like that calculated character that, that coldness. Like I I'm still like in shock that he shot the girl. I'm still like, Oh yeah. He, he gives zero shits about, anyone on this mountain and ultimately he's still just trying to get the money there was one duffel bag of money left because you know there's a good line in the movie where stallone has to burn the money and it costs a fortune to heat this place and he keeps throwing <laughs> oh my god it's of the money it's <laughs> such a good line <laughs> it is man but you know and he, you know he throws it all over the place but i i love it and then the the helicopter finally like let's loose off of the ladder ladder let's loose and Stallone kicks Lithgow into back into the helicopter the and you get to see I love when you see their faces as the ground is he's, flying it's it's like the the Nazi in uh Indiana Jones that's in yeah. the tank and yeah. you watch him go off the oh, cliff yeah yeah <laughs> I, I love those kind of kills man those are some of my favorite you saw and, as Lithgow is going down you see him looking around going how am I going to get out of this how am I yeah. going to get he, he's oh, observing shit. his situation and uh, the ground is like right there. He's done. But I love that, that POV shot right there, right before it explodes. It's awesome, man. I mean, and it's like I said, it's a bit of a long movie, but damn it. It's so fast paced. I don't, I don't think of this one as a two hour long movie. No, not, not like compared to executive decision where it's just like, <laughs> come on, please <laughs> let this in like this because there's stakes at it the whole time. There's uh, you know, enough action going on throughout the movie that it just flies by and like you're invested with your characters. Right. No, it's, it, it, it's a good solid action slash. I'd even throw some thriller into this. It's not quite as thrillerly as what we were saying. As far as executive decision was a bit more on the thriller part. Yeah. Cliffhanger is heavier to the action side. Yep. But there's still a lot of like edge of your seat kind of moments, and that one's getting that brought happened. up just because of how we just covered it. Like, well, it is and compared honestly, to like we didn't not... plan it, but it's a great like back and compared forth. Like, here's this one to here. What are we talking? Barely twenty minutes of difference in runtime, but how honestly, tight, yeah. tight cliffhanger is compared to executive, you know. And the money, the budget, everything, it's all like huge and explosions and shit. This is just a better writing and editing, I think, for this movie, for sure. And plus, it's still November, so we get to talk about it. You know, right. we're just covering both of these in November. So that's <laughs> yeah, very true. You guys ready to do the things? Let's do the yeah. things. All right, here we go. Yeah. Leave anything for us. Just bodies. Body count. Body count. Body count. Body count. So, this one, 
just decent for what it is. I mean, you get one of these like isolated areas, but because of the plane hijack, we get a few more deaths sprinkled in. Um, 17, 17 people die. Okay, nice. So like I said, that's, that seems right for this type of movie. It's it does. Not, it's not a total run and gun kind of movie. It's more cat and mouse almost as it goes. Sure. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, there's a lot of impactful kills, especially the innocents. You know, I mean, we're talking, you know, this is counting Sarah at the beginning and you can't sure. not count her, you know, Frank and all those, the kids, it, you know, you have to count all those people that die in this. So, uh, we're going to do a seek. Uh, we got to do kill of the week. Now let's pick our favorite have one. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. I know what mine is, and I'm probably going to guess. I think I know what all of us are, but let's start with Pete. Pete, what is your kill of the week? So at the beginning of the movie, you knew Sarah, right? Sarah. Yeah, yeah she, you knew she was going to die. I just it was just going to happen. That's that's how you set up a movie. Like that's this. How, yeah, it sets the mood. And even when Frank got killed, yeah, I kind of saw that telegraphed also. Mm-hmm. And those were the two most impactful ones. The the ones that really hundred percent yeah hit you. But the one that just blindsided me was the girlfriend. I wasn't ready for that. Uh, it happened so quickly. He didn't even think about it. He's like, okay, bang, she's dead. Uh, that, that one is my favorite. It was, it, it, it just, my jaw hit the floor. I, I, I think I went, what the, what the hell? I like his reasoning for this. I do. My I reasoning that. is yeah. a total opposite of this. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was, un, it was an unexpected kill. I mean, shooting that guy through the ice, it's pretty fucking cool, right? It was cool. It was. Yeah, it says very, yeah. very I cool. mean, it's a whole reason to have the bolt gun there. It's mm-hmm. not doesn't make sense to have but, a pass load nail gun under the ice. You know? <laughs> no. Where's the air compressor, damn it? You know, just yeah. stuff like that. The girlfriend's death is my favorite because I wasn't ready for it at all. All right. Well, Nate, uh, I was not expecting that answer from Pete. What about you? Now I'm now I'm not sure what you're gonna say. No, mine's obvious. Stallone picks up a man, stabs him into a stalactite. Oh my god, that's right. No, I'm sticking <laughs> with mine, but that's oh yeah. I Good Nate, because that's mine too. <laughs> Leon's death in the cave where he lifts really a dude into a st- stalactite. Yeah, you, yeah, it's a stalactite. Uh, How do you know? How do you know? Do you, uh, do you know? stalactites are the ones from the ceiling? But and then my, stalagmite is the one is from the it, floor. I have always remembered as stalactite because it's holding tight to the ceiling. Stalagmite because it might touch the ceiling. Oh, that's a clever way to remember, too. We had a place called Bristol yeah. Caverns down here, oh, and it's really cool to go into. But I've always remembered that little thing. Yeah, I remember tight might. Ohio Caverns out in Urbana. I mm-hmm. never made it out there for as long it, as it's I great. lived in Ohio. It really yeah, is. Very cool. But yeah, no, Leon's death, man. By far the blood dripping down. Oh, it's so badass. It is to to prove how normal of a guy Stallone is. He's not a fighter. So he is getting his ass kicked. And then it's just out of pure mind of like, fuck this guy. I'm tired of this fight. Let me just stab (laughs) him into a cave. Like, come on. I don't know any other death in a movie like that. (laughs) Bitch pressed a dude to death, basically. That's awesome. All right, but you know what? I was fully expecting that for Pete, but I, I know I gotta, when I, he said I, that, I was I, like, "Well, yeah, that is a good death." Like, I'm it honestly, is a, it is a shock presenting this, and, and I remember pausing the movie because I was laughing so hard. I loved it so much, but 
I'm sticking. Uh, I'm sticking with what I said. No, that's fair. I, yeah. I, I think it's great <laughs> that we did that. That was awesome. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's rate this bad boy. Well, this is both of your guys' first time watch of Cliffhanger. It sounds as if you guys enjoyed it. So, Pete, I'm going to start with you again. Yeah. How many um, Aliongs you given Cliffhanger? I, I told you at the beginning, like these are these are. Even though the math is a little fuzzy at this point, it's it's okay. <laughs> as well, far as they'll understand in December what we're right, talking right. about. As far as the, the last three action movies, it, it linearly that we've recorded, I've I've enjoyed mostly executive position was a, was a bit of a stretch yeah um, but yeah uh but but yeah they are all i'm gonna say a seven and a half i i think you should see this it's more entertaining than it probably that than it built itself for it looked like a real dumb movie right and i am sad that i didn't go see this as a younger person i think this would have been a lot of fun i'd love to have seen this in the theater honestly yep. yeah like, yeah honestly, the with those those landscapes yeah. that, that cinematic incredible. of the mountains would have been just uh, imagine something like that in imax now like oh Jesus, god that'd be gorgeous that badass yeah but, nate what about you bubba first time watch i i'm i'm right there with Pete. a 7.5 uh i this isn't one of Stallone's best movies, but it's still a really fun movie. Like, fun. yeah. I, and I have the same way. Like I kind of avoid it. It's like, ah, it just doesn't look that entertaining, I guess enough. But like I was wrong. Turns out you can have a lot of fun when hanging from a cliff. All right. <laughs> I admit that, but yeah, this was worth the wait, especially like younger me would have not been able to appreciate John Lithgow. No, as yeah. a villain you know it wasn't till adult me being able to appreciate like how creepy that man can be and how sinister he is um it's 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 awesome like i said yeah everything about this is just just fun. popcorn it's popcorn fun yeah, popcorn exactly. you know exactly yeah so what about you you're charlie up. you're up charlie um you know i think you said it great right there nate is it's not one of my favorite Stallone movies, but it's a good Stallone movie. I'll watch this again without a doubt. Like I, yeah. I, it's in my rotation. I've got it on DVD, Blu-ray. You know, I don't, I don't know if there's a 4K I, release of this. There yet. is, like, and that's what I was gonna say. Like, I, I wouldn't seek out the 4K, but this is one of those. Like, if it's on Netflix, I'm kind of like, I'm bored. I got nothing. Honestly, to do. I might seek throw this out on. The, the 4K just to see how well it all looks. Well, oh, you, I imagine it's you know, gorgeous. Yeah, so 4K that, on a giant, giant TV or mine's at least a 65. So I, I, I think I want to bump that up like, to 80 because yeah, that's I that's like a dance to the wolf sort of thing. You want to see every little bit uh, out of Africa. You want to see well, all the landscape. If yeah. the 65 dies, I can go up to the 80 because everyone knows TV rules are when the TV you dies or breaks, you always go you up. Upgrade. You yeah. Go up. mm-hmm. Well, I had one of those old rear projection Mitsubishis and I had the oh, like one of those things that weighed inch. a ton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you ever somehow everyone always had it in their basement. <laughs> That's where mine was in the, in the basement in Ohio, man. That's <laughs> I had, I had a whole thing built in, uh, but yeah, I had an 85 inch rear projection Mitsubishi. Uh, yeah, so I think I'm going to be just a tick higher than you guys. I'm going to give it an eight. Uh, mm-hmm. It's definitely a solid high recommend. Um, it's 30 years old this year. That's we covered oh it. Jesus, it is. <laughs> we covered it on the Action Elite. We did a special uh, hard target slash cliffhanger episode because they both 
hit their 30th anniversaries oh, this cool. year. Um, so yeah, two times the cliffhanger for me this year, boys, but I'm not <laughs> upset about it. I picked it because it's winter time and I want snow. It's, it's a Christmas movie at That's that right. point. It's got it snow. Might as well. You might as well should have. Well, they did decorate one tree. Well, that's bad. With, yeah. the, <laughs> with, with a base jumper. That's, yeah. that's bad. I'm sorry about that. I, I immediately <laughs> felt bad after that. Everyone <laughs> put the free base jumper at the top of the tree. No, Nate, no. Free, free no, base jumper. Nate. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I have something special. We're oh, yeah. Gonna, yeah, we're, different. So we're going to do something a little different for trash reviews. I'm still going to play the drop because everyone loves the drop. So here we go. I'm the trash man. I come out, I throw trash all over the, all over the ring, and then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up the trash can and I smash the guy on the head. Oh, that's gonna be a disaster. So, not normally when I'm reading stuff about movies, do I get mad as oh. I'm reading the information? This made me mad. Oh shit. Uh, yeah. So, um, this is on IMDb. So, if you want to go look at it, and again. I'm sure some stuff isn't a hundred percent accurate on there, but this one feels accurate. This is, this one sounds like they did some research. Um, Carol co had originally signed Sylvester Stallone to appear opposite John Candy in a comedy directed by John Hughes about feuding neighbors titled Barf Bartholomew versus Neff. Why did this That's, not happen? Right. So I'm already well, mad now. Right. When, when John that, Candy was Bartholomew in, Spaceballs, but yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm a mog. I'm my own best friend. <laughs> own best friend. <laughs> oh, what a line. I'm when sorry. the when that project was dropped, Stallone got involved with another Caroco project, Isobar, a sci-fi futuristic horror about genetically created monster that gets loose on a high-speed runaway train. The movie was to have a 90 million dollar budget and Roland Emmerich was hired to direct. But uh, due to arguments he had with Carol Co and producer Joel Silver about the script and control, he walked away from Isobar and it ended up being canceled. I want to see that movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I want John Candy to play the monster. While Emmerich went Nothing on to make Emmerich. Universal Soldier for Carolco, oh, I'm not done yet, gentlemen, mm. Stallone was first signed on to make another film with Rennie Harlan, an action thriller disaster film called Gale Force, which would have had Stallone's character fighting modern pirates during a large hurricane. But once that film got canceled as well, he and Harlan went on to make Cliffhanger for Carolco. Now, I thought that was the end of it because I was like, Gale Force against pirates. I found more. Sylvester Stallone and Rennie Harlan were originally going to make a film titled Gale Force. The script for the film had the main character, an ex-Navy SEAL, fighting a group of modern pirates and thieves in a coastal town during a large hurricane. Despite working on it from 1989 until 1991, Carolco deemed the project too expensive to produce after That's investing $4 million in script. And oh. because the planned visual effects for it proved to be too difficult, the plug was pulled. Stallone and Harlan then decided to make this movie cliffhanger instead. Although Harlan was already paid $3 million for his directing of Gale Force, because he had a contract, he didn't have to return the money. Surprisingly, though, 
Carolco estimated that the budget for Gale Force would have been around forty million, and the final budget for Cliffhanger was seventy million dollars. Oh, what an interesting tale of events. That's you know? how stupid Hollywood is, yeah. man. That's why I consider now, that trash because I got gypped out of a comedy, a yeah. buddy comedy with John Candy and Stallone. National and the closest I John ever Candy. get to that is um, Jingle All the Way with with <laughs> hey, what's got Sinbad <laughs> and Sinbad, Sinbad, yeah, and the the neighbor um, Phil yeah. Hartman. Yeah, oh, yeah. Bless. Now I am realizing that I do not remember this as a kid. Cliffhanger had a uh, Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo game. <gasps> you can climb really? the mountain, and you have to run away from avalanches and kick the bad guys. Wait, yep. Super I do Nintendo remember that. Wasn't yep. N sixty four out by then? Uh, not mm, this point. Sixty four no. wasn't till ninety five, ninety six. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, man, I kind of want to find a copy of this. <laughs> It's like I want to find a copy of Demolition sure Man. I mean, that's, yeah, there. you can probably download that ROM. I want, I want the real copy, Pete. Yeah, I, I want the, I want the physical copy. And then, like, we don't talk about like the ROMs and emulations. Cough, cough, wink, wink. That you know, I do want to obtain. Hey, unless they're gonna release these freaking games, and if they're just gonna keep putting them behind locked doors and vaults. All for emulation it's, over here, man. It's, 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 it, yes. You, you need to preserve these things. I'm, I am going to... Food, you're going to lose some of this stuff. Yeah. I'm going to the video game convention this weekend in Columbus, and I'm really, really oh, hoping... Oh, where is that? Uh, it's at the convention center. We're doing it for Mark's uh, bachelor party. So, Saturday. yeah. Gotcha. So, it's Saturday and Sunday, and I'm like, I, I really hope Saturday. I can find a certain back alley dealer who's like, I have a a console that has emulations and ROMs on it. And he just opens up a trench coat. Like he's the bad guy from resident evil four who sells you stuff, but he's not a bad guy. He's just like, what are you buying? Nate, well, you I hate to a, tell you that it's not going to be in a back alley. Computer. There's vendors there that sell that shit. That's what I'm hoping for. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, That's it's not hard to find. Give me a computer. I'll do it for you. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll just throw this laptop at you. Just here. Don't do it throw it me. at me. I've already got <laughs> I've got drawings from building my own stand-up arcade that I yeah. want to put like a ton of emulators on and put on that. So anyway, but that's uh that's our trash review on that. Hollywood stupid. I didn't get a sci-fi monster creature on a high-speed train before uh. Under Siege did it with because Snowpiercer is a movie that takes place on a train that's really cool. The Horror Express with Christopher Lee and Tully Savalas has a monster on a high-speed train. Train to Busan. Yeah, it's oh, a, yeah. zombies on a train. Yeah. Pete hates that, so, you know, it's scary. It's fine. <laughs> no, Pete, Pete no like his zombies. All right. Well, that does it for Cliffhanger, guys. Um, this is uh, getting next week is our Thanksgiving episode, right, Nate? Is it? i don't know (laughs) there's so many movies i don't know (laughs) i'm really confused right now no everyone has to wait till december or maybe next week we'll explain what's going on okay 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 we're not i don't want people hearing this 17 times over the next because we can't remember when we said shit i'm sure they figured it out by now but next week we have our thanksgiving special which if you follow us online you've already seen we are covering all three feast movies. Oh my Thanks, goodness. Nate. This is all Thanks, Nate's Nate. idea. Well, how's this my idea? I don't even remember coming up with this idea. Because we were looking for movies, horror movies, for Thanksgiving. 
And either I or you said, well, there's Feast. And I was like, that's a really cool movie. That's the one that Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck, their their green light green, project. Green light light. project. Yeah. Um, and I remember liking it. And then Nate's like, there's three of them. Let's do all three. And I'm like, just, why does this feel like something I would say? Now, just, 87 just, minutes is I, one of them. I want 96 minutes. I've got a horror movie for next Thanksgiving, and it's not Thanksgiving. Right. Well, the third one's 77 minutes. I don't have my phone on me, but like, it's at least three hours and 40 some minutes that we got to set aside for this. Thanks, Nate. You're welcome, and everyone. Not making the episode longer, so no. we get all that We're in. We're not even going like, to cover like each movie separately. They're just going to blend together. Yep, sure. We can do that. But, right yeah. Forewarning, everyone, and if you'd like to play along at home, watch three movies before next Tuesday. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what we got going on. And then December, we'll explain what's going on in December. You'll, you'll hear that next week. So uh, anything else we need to go over? Okay. I think that's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, maybe. That's a lot. I don't know. Is that it? That's all? That's it? That's it? Okay. Well, if you want to hear all our updates and see what's going on, make sure you go check us out over at Give Me Back My Action Movies, the Facebook group. We are also on Give Me Back My Horror Movies, the Facebook group. Both of those are over on Instagram. Nate and I run each one. Nate's horror. I'm action. I don't know why. Sometimes we still get messages about who is who. It happens. I was like, Nate's a horror guy. Charlie's the action guy, but it's okay. It's, we just appreciate y'all interacting with us. Yeah. Some fantastic feedback from our crow episode. That yeah. was awesome. Thank you guys so much for your interaction on that. And uh, as of this recording, it seems like everyone was excited about our November movie picks too. So we'll see how the feedback is once these all come out. It may change your mind. Who knows? They're very much. So <laughs> yeah, they may oh, yeah. I totally forgot. <laughs> enough of those turds. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't these guys done yet? Um, so yeah, you can also follow us over on X, uh, threads, TikTok, and YouTube. So, uh, make sure you go rate us five stars over on Spotify and Apple gentlemen. Are we done? Yes, please. Yes. I'm done. What's the good word, Charlie? Good Get time. me out of here. I screenshotted it, but it it, it came off. <laughs> I at least screenshotted it, so it's fine. Did it? Yeah, you he told us it. you screenshotted it yeah. earlier. All right, here we Remember, shithead, keep your arms and legs in the vehicle at all times. <laughs> <laughs>